Welcome to Wednesday Night at Faith Assembly, featuring the ministry of Senior Pastor Phil Goss. We're glad you've joined us. Good evening. We're in the book of Jonah. If you've got the notes, get them together. And um, just let me give you a review in case you haven't been with us. We're through chapter 1. Chapter 1 is very simple. God tells Jonah, I want you to go to Nineveh, and I want you to give them this message. And Jonah goes, I don't want to. So he gets on a boat, heads the opposite direction. God says, you can try to run from me all you want, but I know where you're at, and I know how to get you to where I want you to go. And so the storm comes up, the boat is going to sink, the sailors panic, they ask Jonah, what's going on? Jonah says, throw me overboard. He does, and a fish comes and swallows him. What kind of fish? We don't know. The Bible just says, big fish, great fish. And so Jonah's a real story. It's not a fable. It's not something that we would say, oh, well, that's just you know, that's not really happening. Yes, it does. Jesus refers to it. He says, look, just as Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days, you know, three nights, I will be also in the belly of the world for three nights. And so, it's a real thing. So, we get to chapter 2. Chapter 2 takes place in the fish, okay? So, picture yourself, however you want to picture this, you're in a big fish, okay? So let's begin. Jonah's description of the situation. He, here's, here's what he does. Here's what he goes through. We're going to go through this, and then I want to make an application to it for us today. First of all, the depths of his predicament. The depths of his… How, how deep did he go? What, what's, what's going on in his life? Notice what he says. Jonah prayed to the Lord his gods from inside the fish. Now, I want to just make sure you understand something. Sometimes when we say pray, everybody thinks, okay, I got to get a quiet moment, got to get in a certain place, got to, you know, bow my head, close my eyes, put my hands like this, and make sure I'm saying, oh, God, and address Him and do everything right. You're praying when you're just talking to God. That's a prayer, conversation with God. So Jonah's in the big fish, and he's going to have a conversation with God. He said, I cried out to the Lord in my great trouble. He answered me. I called to you from the land of the dead. Where's he at? The land of the dead. And you heard me. You threw me into the ocean depths. Now, God didn't throw him there. The sailors did. But God, you got me there. Down to the heart of the sea I sank. The mighty waters engulfed me, and I was buried beneath your wild and stormy waves. He's pretty low, isn't he? He's pretty low. And so he says, here's where I'm at, God. I'm at the depths of everything. And then he talks about how he's driven from God's presence. Driven from God's presence. Verse 4, then I said, Oh, Lord, you have driven me from your presence, yet I will look once more towards your holy temple. Now, why would he look towards your holy temple? In the Old Testament, you have to remember that when they were talking about talking to God, they pictured God as being in the temple, in Jerusalem, wherever that temple was, that tabernacle was, that was where God dwelt on earth. And so when they are praying and talking to God, they say, I will look towards your home. I'm going to look, God, to where you are. And then he said, you know how death is a possibility. Death is a possibility. 
Verse 5, I sank beneath the waves and the waters closed over me. Seaweed wrapped itself around my head. Okay, that picture of you and the fish is getting a little clearer now, right? I sank down to the very roots of the mountains. He wasn't in two or three feet of water. I was imprisoned in the earth whose gates lock shut forever, but you, O Lord my God, snatch me from the jaws of death. Despairs is profound. Despairs profound. Notice what he says. As my life was slipping away, I remembered the Lord, and my earnest prayer went out to you in your holy temple went out to you, to where you are. That's Jonah's emotions. That's what Jonah felt. That's what he went through. That's the description of his situation. They tell us today that because of everything that's been going on, people are experiencing discouragement, depression, in staggering numbers. And there's a progression that you go through that Jonah went through to come to a place where you get to despair, where you get to feeling like, what's the use? And it's a process you go through. First of all, you get to your lowest point. You're at a point where, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to do this. I can't handle this. You're just at the depths of feeling like life can't get any worse. You ever felt like that? This is about as bad as it's ever been. You know, life's just horrible. I, I, I don't know why I can go on. And you begin to question God. God, where are you? What are you doing? Why aren't you doing something? Why is this happening to me? What's, what's going on? What's taking place? And then you don't see a future. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I don't think this is ever going to end. Gloom, despair, agony on me. And you lose hope. And that's the downward spile that Jonah went through. God, here I was. You came to a place where I came to the depths of a situation and just couldn't get any lower. And I didn't know where you were at. I felt like I was all alone. I didn't think anybody cared. I thought I was forgotten from you. And I felt so bad, God, I thought I was going to die. And sometimes you get so low that you wish you would. And you're just driven to despair. What's the use? Why go on? I'll never get out of this fish. I've done it. Because at this point, Jonah is thinking about probably setting up shop. Maybe I need to get a new rug to put here in the bottom of the, you know, thing and get a little something to take the humidity out of the air and the smell. Oh, the smell. We got to do something about that. And he's thinking, this is home. This is my life now. And he's at this place, and he's just crying out to God, thinking, here I am, God, what's going on? It's life that brings you to that point at times. And what we're having is a lot of people going through what we're going through, feeling like this is where we're at. In other words, this is it. It's going to be like this the rest of my life. I'll never get out. It's just horrible. This will never end. We begin to make scenarios, create everything. God's forgotten me. 
But Jonah makes a determination in the midst of his situation. Jonah said, okay, that's the way it is. That's the way I'm dealing with things. But here's what I'm going to do. Look at the verses. Those who worship false gods turn their backs on all of God's mercies. Think about that for a moment. The people that aren't serving God, they haven't just rejected God. They've rejected His mercies. Pastor Steve said earlier, His grace. They, they just said, okay, you know, I, I've got to do this on my own. I've got to take care of this myself. There's no one else going to help me. But I will offer sacrifices to you with songs of praise, and I will fulfill all my vows, for my salvation comes from the Lord alone. That's how you get out. That's how you deal with this. So notice what he says. First of all, he says, I'm going to sacrifice. Uh, uh, God, whatever I need to do, I'll do. God, I'll give you the sacrifice of praise. He says, I will offer sacrifices to you. I'll make rest to you. I'll do whatever I need to do. We willingly sacrifice our lives to God. Jesus Christ sacrificed his life for us. We sacrifice to God. God, I'll lay down all my demands. I'll lay down all the things I think have to happen. I'll lay down all the injustices that I think I'm going through. And God, I will lay my life on an altar for you to be in control. And one of our biggest hindrances in serving God and in getting God to help us is our unwillingness to sacrifice for God. Well, God, I want you to change things, but don't make me give up much. God, I, I, I need some help, but I, I don't want to change much of what I'm doing. I want to keep doing this. And, you know, God, if you want me to do this, and I'll do whatever you want me to do. I'll do whatever needs to be done. And he was willing to come to that point where he just laid it all out there. God, I'll sacrifice to you. I'll give you what you're asking me, whatever you want. And then he says, I will sing. I will sing. There's something about singing that lifts your spirit. Unless you're singing gloom, despair, and agony on me, poor dark depression, painful, you know, that one. But the songs that we sing, we hope, stay with you through the week. The songs that are there to say, God, rather than me grumble and mumble, I will lift my voice to you and through song declare your goodness and your greatness. I will exalt you, I will magnify you, I will lift you up, I will sacrifice whatever needs to happen, and God, I'll just lift my voice and tell you how much I love you, how much I think of you, and how great you are. That's a great way to help in times of discouragement. He will serve. He says, you know what? I will fulfill all my vows. God, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Now see, God couldn't use Jonah until Jonah was willing to be used. That same thing is still true today. And Jonah comes to that place, okay, God, I will do whatever you want me to do. I will be obedient 
to you. Whatever you want, whatever you ask, whatever you demand, we're good. And then he will expect God's salvation. God, if I'm going to get out of here, you're the one who's going to get me out. Now, you see, when you're in the midst of a discouraging time, you have to come to that place. I can't pull myself out sometimes. It's more than just willpower. So, God, I'm going to look to you, and if I'm going to get out of this, you're the one who's going to get me out of here. You will save me. You will help me. You will declare me innocent. God, you will bring me to where I need to be. And that's what he said. Here's where I'm at. Bad situation, difficult times. God, this is horrible. I feel rotten. But God, here's what I'm going to do in the midst of it all. Notice, no bargaining. God, if you'll do this, I'll then do this. No, no. He threw away his bargaining a long time ago when he ran from God. It's just, God, here's the way it is, and here's what I will do. And so, God delivers him from the situation. God brings him out of it. Joshua chapter 2, verse 10. Then the Lord ordered the fish to spit Jonah out onto the beach. Now, when that happened, it's just my mind, okay? I'm a little weird. I know it. I wonder what else came out with Jonah. Don't know. Just, you know, ugh. And so, God says, I'm going to spit you out on the beach. Now, what we'll learn next week and what we know from this situation is he happened to be where he needed to go. Imagine that. So, that's chapter 2. So, what's our takeaway? How do you pray when you're in depression, when you're in desperation? And you say, well, pastor, I'm not there. That's fine. But maybe you have a friend who is. Maybe you're not now, but you might be later on. Because it's something in life that all of us in points in time go through at one time or another. So how do I do that? And again, let me make sure we define prayer. Prayer is conversation. Prayer is me talking with God. It isn't me trying to come to a position or a way of saying, oh God, you know, I'm doing this and I got to say this word and this word. It's just me being honest and real with God. So, how do I pray? How do I talk to God? First of all, I need to play, pray with clarity. Here's the thing. Jonah understood his situation. Jonah knew where he was and why he was there. Jonah was clear about, I'm in the fish, here's why, here's what's happening, what's going on. If you're going to deal with the issues of being down, of being discouraged, you have to come to clarity with your circumstances. Here's where I'm at. Here's why I'm here. Here's what's going on. And understand it. Well, because when you're in the midst of this, you don't have clarity. You're not seeing things correctly. So you have to talk with God about it. God, would you help me to see things differently? Would you help me to see things better? This is where, too, it helps to have someone you can talk to about it to help give you another perspective. The problem is, too many times, when we talk to somebody else about, you know, here's what I'm feeling going through, they, they tell us this and this and this, and then we go, you don't understand. 
You don't know. But that's where Jonah was at. That's what we, you and I have to do. Let's clarify the situation. Let's make sure we understand where we are and why we're here. Secondly, pray with confession. Tell God what you're feeling. Now, God, here's where I'm at. Here's what I'm going through. Here's what's going on. Here's what I'm feeling in the midst of this. Oh, I can't tell God that. Let me just tell you a secret. He already knows. You're not going to shock him going, he's not going to go, oh, I didn't know you felt that way. I'm, I'm sorry, let's fix that. No, why do I need to tell him then? He wants to know that you know. You begin to see things clearer when you begin to talk it out with God. You begin to have better clarity, better understanding. The Holy Spirit begins to work in your life. You begin to see things differently. You begin to have some other thoughts. You you begin to go through certain phases. And so you pray with confession. You talk to God. Here's what's going on. Here's where I'm at. You're honest about it. God, I don't have to be embarrassed about this. God, I don't have to feel horrible about this. God, I don't have to think, oh, if everybody knew where I was at, they'd be, be, I can't let anybody, no, 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 no. You got to be honest. God, here's where I'm at. I, I know what's going on. I know what I'm dealing with. I know what I'm going through. And God, I just need your help. I need your understanding. And God, here's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling all alone. I'm feeling like this will never change. I'm growing impatient. God, I, I just don't get this. I've tried to do everything right. I've tried to do this and this and this, and this seems to happen. And God, I look at this and I'm overwhelmed with it. And as you begin to talk, sometimes you hear yourself talking and thinking, why am I saying that? You begin to hear what's going on. And so there's this, con- this clarity of here's where I'm at, God, let me talk to you about it and what's going on. Here's what I feel. Here's what I'm dealing with. Here's what I'm going through. Nothing changes until you get honest. Pray with conviction. Now, God, I am here because... Jonah knew why he was where he was at. God, I'm here because I disobeyed you. God, I'm here because I made some decisions that didn't please you. God, I'm here because of what's going on. You take responsibility. God, I'm not going to blame someone else for this. It's me. Well, but... I didn't do anything wrong. Well, then God, here I am, and I know that as I stand before you that I'm forgiven, and I know as a Christian I need to be dealing with this, and I know you can help me. And so there's this conviction of here's where I'm at and here's what's going on. And as you begin to be honest about God, the Holy Spirit will help you know some things that you need to address and probably need to change. God, I'm sorry I've been thinking this way. God, I know that my thought life as I've been in this process is not pleasing to you. God, here's what I see. Here's what I know. Because, you know, when you're dealing with this, (laughs) okay, just, just get this. You're not talking with God about anyone else but you. 
And too many times we get down, we want to suck other people down with us, don't we? I'm not going down alone. You did it to me. Leave them out. God, here's my part. Here's what I got to deal with. Here's where I'm at. That honesty, that clarity, that seeing what's going on, that willingness to come before God and just understand that here's what's happening. And I know, God, that I need to change. Because if you're going to get out of the discouragement, depression, something has to change, doesn't it? Let me just tell you something. Your circumstance don't have to change for you to get out of there. All that has to change is me. And if I change, a lot of other things start changing around me, don't they? Well, you know, but what about and what about and that? No, 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 it's me. And as Jonah's talking with God, he's not blaming, they threw me in the sea, God, get them. You know, he's just, here I am. And so you take responsibility. God, here's what's going on. And then you pray with confidence. You know, God, here's what I'm going to do. Because I know I need to get out of this place and because I know you want to help me and I know I, I've done, got some things I got to address and deal with, here's what I'm going to do. Twice in this, in this chapter, he says, I'm going to look to your holy temple. Because where's your help coming from? My help comes from the Lord. That's where I'm going. That's my confidence. My confidence is not in me. My confidence is in God. This is where faith comes into play. God, I look around and nothing's changing. But I believe, God, that you are in control. And as long as you're in control, I'm in good shape. And I know you have mercy for me, and I know you have grace for me, and I know you have strength for me, and so I need what only you can give to me. I know how much you love me. I know you will care for me. I know you forgive me. I know you're good all the time. Well, but he didn't. No, no, no. Confidence. God will see me out of this. God will be faithful to where I'm at. God will not abandon me. God will not disappoint me. God will help me. And so there's a confidence here. God, I don't have confidence in much in this world when I look around. But I've got all the confidence in the world in you. And I know you're the one that I can look towards. That's why I'm going to sing. That's why I have Scripture. That's where I'm going to look to you for my help. I'm going to quit looking at my problems. You refocus. I'm not going to look at my problems. I'm going to look to God. God never fails. And so I look to Him. There's a confidence that's there. So nothing changes until you really get with that point. Till you get to that place. God, here's
here's what the truth is, here's where I'm at, here's what's going on, here's my part in this, here's what I'm dealing with, here's where I find myself. But God, here's what else I know. You are a God who is faithful, and I can trust you, and you are good, and you will take care of me, and you will help me. You will not abandon me. You don't want me to be here. You can help me rise above it. It's overwhelming, the response. I know. Yeah, okay. Because I think sometimes we Christians, we doubt that sometimes, don't we? Well, I don't know. I hope he can. No, no, no. It's not hope he can. You know he can. It's that confidence. It's that understanding. It might not be immediate, but he will be faithful. Last thing. Pray with a course of action. What's Jonah do? God, I'll sing. I'll fulfill my vows. I'll do this. I'll do this. He doesn't complain. He determines I'm going to sing. Some, many times in the midst of your darkest times, you have to make a decision. I'm going to sing. I'm going to be positive in, in God. I will rejoice in God. I will, what's he say? I will obey and so you start saying, okay, God, I've been in this place long enough. It's time for me to start moving. It's time for me to just do something different. It's time for me to listen to you, begin to celebrate you, begin to rejoice with you. You know, I've tried to hide out from everybody, and maybe it's a simple, God, I'm going to go talk to some people, and I'm going to be encouraged by them. And I'm not going to talk about all my problems. I'm going to talk about somebody, how good God is. And so you begin to take action rather than, I'll just stay here and I'll wrap myself up in the blanket and I'll leave whatever I'm binge watching on, you know, the Hallmark Channel. I'm just going to watch it. Boy, that doesn't discourage you. I have nothing else will. And, you know, I'm just going to get through that and I'll get here until God fixes everything, until God fixes me. God already has His mercies new for you every day. He is always willing to help you. And so you have to begin to take some steps to do some positive things and watch God work. So I don't know what you're going through tonight. I don't know where you're at with all of this. They tell us there's a lot of people going through some real discouragement right now. And that's where we don't look at what's going on around us. We look to God. He's our strength. He's our hope. John, I'll look to his temple. Whenever I look to God, it's always positive. God's always faithful. And so you and I get to live a life of not discouragement, but encouragement. Because the God we serve has his mercies and his grace and his love and his kindness for us. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you that your presence in our life changes everything in our life and that we aren't controlled by the circumstances of life because no matter what the circumstances are, God, you're the same all the time. And you're a faithful God. And we thank you for that. We thank you that we can look to you and find what we have need of 
so that we can live an encouraging life. So Lord, help us to live the life that you offer to us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for tonight's service. If you would like to talk with someone about what you've heard, please visit our website at faith.ag or call us at 239-543-2700. If you're in the Fort Myers area and don't already have a church home, you're invited to join us for Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. We also gather on Sunday mornings at 8.15 and 10.45 a.m. Faith Assembly is located at 7101 Bayshore Road. Join us again next time for Wednesday night at Faith Assembly. Faith Assembly's Wednesday night is a production of Faith Assembly Media Tech, North Fort Myers, Florida.